0: what's up hybrids welcome back to another episode of the phantom hybrid podcast this is hanako and i am here with anthony lori and mike and we are recording our first episode of 2023 happy new year everyone and the episode we are discussing is from 2022 we are talking about the boys season three episode six hero finally. finally oh my god
1: it literally so,
0: seems like we
1: should have been yeah
0: so we have to thank Michelle for reminding us that we never finished recording the boys because we all got so busy with vacations and other shows and conventions towards the later part, uh yeah the later part of last year and she was like um I need y'all to go ahead and discuss that episode and I was like what episode she was like the episode of the boys I said hero gas week oh no we didn't record that so Thank you to Michelle for reminding us that we need to finish. We're talking <laughs> hero gasm. Is she in the background listening?
2: Yes. You know she is. Thank <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're gonna talk about Herogasm. And for those of you who have been living under a rock, <laughs> Herogasm was like the most talked-about episode of the boys, I think, ever also one of the most talked about episodes for tv last year because of the fact of uh you know it's basically a big orgy with superheroes and it's the boys so you know there's going to be some fuckery and shenanigans along with that and oh my uh, God. yeah i okay we're going to talk about it in detail wait hold, well, on, hold not, on
2: hold on okay, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay.
0: Hold, on.
1: <laughs> hold on a second before we get into it let me read. This is one of the first boys episodes that actually had a disclaimer at the front at the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I haven't pulled up. I have to read this disclaimer. That they oh, put yeah.
0: I was just getting ready to. But by all means, go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah. It says some scenes may not be suitable for some really most. Let's be honest, all viewers. But rest assured that any consensual relationships depicted, be they human, animal, superhero or other, aren't real. Harmed no one, and in fact, cost a hilariously large amount of money in visual effects. <laughs> I'm like, animals? Like, wait. <laughs> that, sh- I mean, that right there is like, this is already, this show is already off the rails as far as content, like violence and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. But for them to put that up there, everybody's like, what the fuck are y'all getting ready to do? <laughs> it's like, everybody, everybody who's read the comics are like, oh yeah, just wait. Mm
3: hmm. Mm hmm.
1: And and the fact is, is like most people, like I haven't read them, but I know people who have and they were like, they didn't even touch most of the shit they put in the comics.
0: Yeah, I kind of I kind of got that feeling when I watched the episode because, okay, I'm going to say this right up front before we get into it. They gave us all of these uh, interviews with the stars who were talking about, you know, why they were filming. Oh my God, I can't believe some of the stuff I was watching and all this stuff. And they really hyped it up to be this like Uber. I, I don't know. They, they, they hyped it up so much. And I'm going to be honest, when I watched the episode, I felt a little underwhelmed by it. Was I the only one who looked at it like, Okay, so, I mean, there were a couple of things. The whole thing with the deep, that was a bit over the top. And the a whole thing with
1: mother's, th- the mother's milk, milk thing.
2: There, there were... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, there, were, there were moments, like, I, I understand what you're saying, like, there was so much hype about the episode. Mm-hmm. And you thought it was going to be like this this extravaganza of just insaneness, And they were really just like, Two or three moments where you're like, "Oh wow, that's that's insane," and then it was it. But like overall, the episode was like, "Yeah, it was it was good. Probably the best episode of the season so far." But it definitely wasn't as as I don't know as everyone had played it up to be.
0: It didn't have the shock factor for me. Like like when we saw the first episode of season three, the whole thing with the exploding penis. I think I was more shocked at that than I was this episode. Like, there were some things in this episode, like you said, that was kind of jaw-dropping, but it had nothing to do with the hero-gasm scene.
2: Yeah, just the one last Alonzo scene. <laughs> and there, there's
1: there's actually, in the first season, there was an episode where they were in a hotel, and it was an orgy scene because they had, like, they it was it was an orgy scene in the first episode, and that scene had moments in it that were probably a little more daring
0: mm-hmm.
1: than the moments that they had in this episode. Yeah. But then again, you have to look at it like this. It's like, you, you kind of have to pick and choose what you got, what you're going to put on TV where people aren't going to be like thrown off. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you, you can put like, there's certain things you probably, probably, people will be like, oh, I'm not watching that shit. Or they're like, I'm kind of uncomfortable. Like, I mean, they don't want, they don't want to like but even they want to turn people off, even though they know people should know that it's just like super chicken says, you know, the job is dangerous when you took it, you know, you're going to get kind of grossed out when you watch this, you know, there's going to be some bullshit. So you might as well just prepare yourself for the bullshit, but I guess they kind of picked and choose what they were, what they wanted to show because they were like, well, I want to turn it. I want to gross someone completely out.
2: Well, there was,
0: there was no. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. Don't. Don't hype it up to, okay, I I guess, and I understand maybe it's just because of the platform that it was on. You know, it's like, okay, so we can kind of push the boundaries a little bit more than we would if this was on network TV or even some cable shows. But I'm just like, I've seen Eyes Wide Shut. I've seen the orgy scene from Spartacus. I've seen the orgy scene from True Blood.
2: How about
0: this House did, of the Dragon, <laughs> this
2: didn't even. I, uh-uh. Yeah, in the brothel when she he was he, he walking went, her through.
0: Even for even House of the Dragon, I felt like was a bit tame for what tame. I was expecting. Yeah. Um, maybe the maybe the scene, the orgy scene, and The Witcher was a little bit more risque. Mm. But I mean, mm-hmm. for me, if you if you go back and look at the scene that was in True Blood, because again in in that scene they were all like under the like under magical influence so they were really no holes barred to me that was more shocking than this episode was not saying that the episode wasn't good it's just that i felt a little let down by all the hype surrounded like oh okay you guys are gonna be like when i watch the boys i'm looking to see how far they're gonna push the envelope like okay you guys did this you guys did that you can't top that in grossness you can't top that in violence you can't top that in you know that's what i'm looking for when
4: i watch the boys if this would have been on hbo max we would have gotten it oh that's yeah. what i'm saying it's
1: like yeah. you, i mean that's the difference between hbo and amazon prime like hbo basically put a brothel a show about a brothel on so it's like they're not afraid to push bound, ba- push sexual boundaries yeah. They literally had a show called Real Sex with people having sex with sex dolls.
0: I remember. I love that show.
2: Yeah, Um, but like Hanako said, that that sort of begs the question because the boys started out pushing the envelope. Mm -hmm. Like, there were things that we had not ever really seen on any tv show that was happening in the boys yeah like you say even the first episode of the, of this season we, where he walks into his penis and he, there are things that we just we i don't know i don't know if our expectations are a little bit different but like if i have to see the deep one more time with an octopus i just i'm, I'm just gonna be like okay that that is enough like i got it we get it. That's enough. But, I mean,
1: okay? but Anthony, Anthony, sharks have teeth, so it's like he doesn't want to risk like losing something. So it's like he has to pick and choose.
2: I mean, there's he, there's other, there's other, you know,
1: jellyfish sting. Oh. So it's like you don't want to risk that. Well, either. Could...
2: Okay, whatever.
0: <laughs> okay, we are going whatever. on. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> that tangent is what I do know. Now.
2: We could talk about dolphins. He'd be okay with any other mammal in the sea, dolphins. <laughs> porcas, you know, <laughs> porpoises, whatever. But Do we have to see another squid? This, this, I mean, or, or octopus. That's all I'm saying. I mean, sea cucumbers. I mean, th- there's things out you know there. Sea <laughs> sponges. <I don't know. laughs> we, we are mean. not going down this. No.
0: We are going to right- <laughs> stop this right here. We're going to stop this right here. We're going to get to <laughs> because the this is a tangent. I am not ready to go down. My mind is not in that space. No, we are not going... Mm.
1: But you you do have a point. There's a wide variety of marine life that you could have picked, but oh I mean God. they 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 just kind of got lazy. I agree. I kind of I agree with you there. They kind of got lazy, kind of running the whole octopus. It's like a running gag with the octopus. So I get I can actually kind of agree with you with that.
0: The fact that we and he should have been traumatized.
2: Session. She should have been traumatized for what happened to Timmy. Like he should be. You know I think I'm gonna lay off the. Layoff, but no, he's not. You just ate one of them. Then Maybe. you collide right back sexual another one. Just...
1: He's just an octosexual. Yeah. He just he can't help himself.
0: I can't with y'all. <laughs> I knew this. I knew this episode was gonna be um strange. But the fact that we are sitting here debating. My name is Bennett, of, and I'm not in it. What type of marine life he's supposed to be fucking instead of an octopus?
2: <laughs> no, I'm just saying some variety. That's all.
1: Uh, he, he had choices this is what i was saying their
2: choices exactly.
1: yeah exactly okay i get that
0: so let's uh. <laughs> so anyway <laughs> that all happens later on in the episode let's talk about how we start the episode off because up until i re-watched it today i completely forgot about this so of course you know in the last episode um soldier boy is back he is in town he accidentally blew up Midtown and killed some civilians. And this is now the big uh, thing on the news, you know, because nobody at this point, except for uh, Butcher's Gang, knows that Soldier Boy is even alive and that he's here in the state. So, you know, everybody, the media, Vaught, they're all thinking that this is some kind of super terrorist. So we start out the episode with the deep making this little selfie video and i didn't realize until earlier today that they were doing a parody of the imagine video that gal gadot did a while back i completely forgot about that video
2: yeah right right before the pandemic
0: yes the whole imagine with all she got a
2: lot of she got a lot of heat for
0: yes she did (laughs) So the deep is talking about, you know, um, about these attacks and how we need to come together and unite to make to imagine a better world. And then he starts this very horrible off key version of John Lennon's Imagine. And it's bad enough that it's him. Then we get Pat Niles, Walt, Josh Gadd. A Train, Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, Elizabeth Banks, Kumel Nanjiani, Aisha Tyler, Rose Byrne, and Black Noir all singing, you know, the different lines of the song, ending with Black Noir holding up a sign saying, and the world will live as one. And I just. <sighs> I, I,
3: That's so cringy.
2: I just wanna say one thing before we get into this discussion. I don't know if we mentioned this before, but I just want to give a shout out to Chase Crawford for being able to do all of this deep stuff with a straight face.
0: <laughs> we have talked about this before. because yes. We were like, how do you do this just, without laughing? Like, how many takes does it take
2: I'm, to I'm get amazed. to the
0: center of a boy's scene? <laughs> because... <amazed> <laughs> he,
2: he doesn't break down every time he does something, whether it be with the octopus or whether <laughs> it be you know with his girlfriend or wife or whatever he just has this serious straight face look and i i'm just i I, kudos to him i could do it
0: i couldn't do it i could not do it
2: and they're sitting in the meeting like this is what we want you to do and he's like okay yeah i'm good with that Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs)
0: right like oh okay so that's pushing the envelope oh okay well in the next uh, next episode this is what you want me to do oh okay i can do that and it's like every time they give him something to do i feel like sometimes they might just throw stuff at him just to see what he's gonna say and then he delivers and they're like oh okay i guess we have to do that now because yeah i just i don't understand but yeah, you're right, Mike. That was that was probably I think that cringed me out more than the than the hero gasm scene. I was just mm-hmm. like, and then when you start seeing the other celebrities pop up, I said, "You know what? These people probably didn't even get paid to be in this episode. They were like, "Ooh, I want to do this. Right. Just let me do this." Like 5 seconds of my time, absolutely. I'll do it.
1: Shout out to Kamel being in everything, like everything, like damn like what is he not in he's like like you just see him everywhere i'm like okay i'm glad he didn't stand up and take his shirt off so he could like get some more get some more peck time
0: i wouldn't have been mad but nah,
2: nah.
1: yeah that was so cringy dude but
0: isn't to
2: tyler isn't she in diabolical so i'm sure they probably didn't have to pay her
0: I believe she is. I still have not seen that yet. I need to watch it. And
2: I didn't realize that was Josh Gad until I actually
1: looked it up because he was like all hoodied out and like scruffy. I was like,
0: all you had to funny. do was look at the movie posters in the background.
1: I know that's how I, I, mean, I figured it out. I was just like, <laughs> oh shit, Josh. Yeah. But yeah, that was oh my god.
4: Yeah, well, <sighs> I I barely paid attention to who was in the video because I was laughing so hard because I had seen the Gal Gadot thing maybe like a day before that, because I had never, you know, seen it, mm-hmm. and so I just started busting out laughing. I thought it was hysterical. They did a good job with that. I like when shows do that, when they throw in a joke that's, you know, like a social media thing, and people get it, and it it, it actually fit, because this is something that they would do in this universe, you know, they would do a joke like that, so it was awesome.
0: Yeah, they 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 do a lot of that with the boys, where they take something that's actually happened and they make fun of it. So, it was funny. I had to I had to pause it a lot too because I just couldn't I couldn't get through it because we all know most of these people probably can sing. And the fact that they were so purposefully singing it off key and just making it even more and more cringeworthy. It was hilarious to me. Like I I kept pausing it. That's why I, that's why I was able to pay attention lord because i kept pausing it because i was laughing too hard and then every time a new face would pop up i'd be like hold up wait i wasn't prepared i wasn't prepared so that was funny it was cringe worthy. it was excellently done kudos so we go to the i guess you want to call it this situation room Vaught has pretty much fired all of the people who worked in the control room for the news and that was just the deep and Ashley and Homelander and Black Noir and what they're doing is they're finding out who killed Crimson Countess and they see that it's Soldier Boy and of course they're all shocked because they're like um he's supposed to be dead he's not supposed to be alive and Homelander I think his reaction was so funny to me because he sees that Soldier Boy is alive. And instead of trying to figure out how is he alive, why is he alive, asking the pertinent questions like Ashley is doing, he's basically like, this is going to screw me over. I'm fucked. <laughs> bot ba- is fucked. No, I'm fucked. This isn't fair. It's not fair. I'm like, dude, you need to focus. You have a bigger no. problem on your hands than your reputation. But of course, this is Homelander, so...
1: That's all that matters to him. All that matters to him is his reputation.
0: Right.
2: That's all that matters.
0: Right. So while he's getting ready to go and handle it, he takes Black Noir with him and he turns to Black (laughs) Noir. And I think we saw a lot of. Emotional vulnerability with Homelander in this episode. We get to really see that he really doesn't have it all together, which we already knew. But I think we see him being a little more insecure in this episode than we have in a long time. And he's sitting there and he's talking to Black Noir. He was like, He's your old teammate. Why would he be doing this? Why would he kill her? You know? And he was like, I'm so glad to have you here with me. You know, I'm glad I can count on you. He leaves. Black Noir gets on the elevator. He takes out that track that tracker and he's gone god. and I was like oh so
1: and that that little that little quick walk he gave after the doors opened he was just like
0: <laughs> <laughs> like yeah time to get the fuck on
1: I was like oh my god that shit was funny as hell I I wish I wish we could have that's the little bad thing about him you know, us not being able to see his facial expressions I would love being able to see a fa- like a facial expression of him just like me like I'm out mm-hmm.
0: Because you have to you have to wonder what what is going on behind the mask, first of all, when he sees Soldier Boy, because as we know, his team sold him out. And as we find out later on in the episode, when um you know soldier boy finally is able to confront the twins, that it was Black Noir who sold him out to begin with. So you gotta think that when he sees soldier boy on this surveillance footage his face had to take on an oh shit type look but of course because he has his mask on we can't see it so I would just love to be able to see the emotions that he's going through like oh fuck how do I get out of this okay so what am I supposed to do how am I going to do this and of course Homelander now wants to go after soldier boy and I don't think he's ready. I think Black Noir knows. Oh, this is not a fight that you want. And especially I mean, when,
1: when Homelander says, "You're the only person I can trust. It's just you and me." And Black Noir you know, probably under his mask, like,
0: "Me, me, who? You, uh, who's we? Uh, no, nah. <laughs> <Who's
1: laughs> us? What we?
0: Like, there is no us and by. <laughs>
1: like, nah." Oh my God, that was hilarious.
0: So, so, Black Noir leaves, and then we get the scene with um, Soldier Boy, Butcher, and Huey. And this is the first time that we've gotten to see or that we're getting to really listen to Soldier Boy be himself. Okay, so y'all know I love Jensen. <laughs> but it's so weird watching him play this character and be such. A huge douche. Ugh. The things that was coming out of this dude's mouth when he started talking about uh he was like, you know, there was a commercial on about you know the men with the uh baby character. He was like, men walk around in them things now. And he was like, Yeah, dads do. Ah, you know, they didn't do this in my day. You know, the, you wouldn't see the cause doing this. And he was like, That's a whole lot to a back there, because we have to remember soldier boy has been in cryo and being experimented on for the last what 40 years so he doesn't know any of this stuff just like when he's trying to tell them that oh i don't need y'all's help and he was like oh so do you know what wi-fi is do you know what bluetooth is the internet he's like you made those words you made those up. words up <laughs> <laughs> no, those are real words and those are things you're going to need in order to find the people that you're looking for but listening to him talk about all this stuff and it's just like oh my god y'all took like the most toxic qualities of masculinity and y'all put it all in one person and we've only been Mm -hmm. listening to him talk for like three minutes now I'm almost scared to see what else he's gonna say during the rest of his appearance in this show
2: (laughs) we also have to remember where, where he's from like his time period you know the mindset was very different yeah, I mean, he was already a problem. A lot, yeah, already. But then, put it in the like, context of how he was raised and mm-hmm. and the time period, then yeah, he's yeah. his like when they view when they gave
1: mm-hmm. when they gave him the food, he was like, "Where's the sake oriental sauce?" You're like,
0: yeah, they don't make wow. that anymore. Well, why not? Oh, a whole bunch of reasons. A whole
1: bunch of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> God, like, jeez, and like the whole the whole thing where you said. No, Dr. Bill Cosby. Nah, that's a man. I was like, oh god.
2: He used to make oh, really strong drinks. He used to make
4: really strong drinks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, I was... they just pulling stuff that just is gold. It was, it was. I had,
1: perfect. I had, I literally, I had to pause it at that moment because I was, I, I was, in, I was inconsolable. I was rolling. I was like, nah, come on now.
0: I was like, "Oh, y'all are making him the ultimate douchebag. (laughs) Like, y'all are really trying to make him into a character that we're gonna hate more than Homelander." I don't see that happening because, again, (laughs) Anthony, I feel it's—he's a product of his time. Yeah. So we're hearing all the stuff that was quote-unquote acceptable 40 years ago. Like people used to say this stuff out loud, and it wouldn't have been a big deal. Mm -mm. You can't do that now. You know, times have changed, but oh my God. It, and you kind of have to look at that when you're thinking about Soldier Boy versus Homelander. Like, Soldier Boy is not up to date with anything. So, he, we're getting him in his purest form from 40 years ago. Homelander lives in the here and now, he knows what's right and what's wrong, and he still is a douche.
2: And what, what, Butcher, what does Butcher say? You know, you help us kill Homeland. He's like, oh, I've seen pictures of him. Who's he? And he's like, he's the new you. Nobody's there is no the new family. me. There is nobody's the new me, pal. They
0: like, say, hey. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, look at that. He wears a cape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the comment he made <laughs> later on, when they finally come face to face with each other <laughs> and Homelander's <laughs> talking to him and he was like, I used to idolize you. I used to watch your I used to watch your tv shows all the time you know you were the only person who was as strong as me he's like strong you think you're strong buddy you're wearing a cape (laughs) and the homelander's look on his face he was like excuse me he like he was so insulted but it was so funny because he said it was straight he was like you're wearing a cape how strong can you be
3: (laughs)
1: We'll oh, talk about Soldier
0: Boy at Homelander's confrontation later because that was that was a great fight oh, scene. Epic. That was a great fight scene. Um so let's see. Where do we want to start? Okay, we gotta talk about A-Train first. A-train oh my god, A Train goes
1: to fucking Africa. Oh, bruh, mm-hmm. No, that's not what we're doing. We're not doing that. No. Right,
2: but I'm I gonna, like to I'm going to abstain from this conversation about A Train.
0: <laughs> what I'm just
2: playing, I'm just playing because I, I truly I'm gonna go back to what I said before. I really think that he's gonna have a moment where he gets to redeem himself.
0: I kind of sort of feel but, like that after this episode. I know, you know I disagreed you know. with it earlier because I was like, he doesn't, he doesn't need or he doesn't deserve a shot at redemption. But I don't know. I kind of feel like. And unfortunately, it took someone close to him getting hurt, I think, for him to eternalize everything that he's done to other people and to realize it. And, you know, that's the one thing about Ashley's comment to him in this uh, scene because he wants justice for his brother. You know, last episode, Blue Hawk got into an argument with the people at the community center, started throwing people around. And Train's brother ends up, paralyzed because of it not just say he will never walk again so you know a train is feeling a little bit of guilt and he's also feeling some anger and he wants vaught to take care of blue hawk but of course you know vaught they're gonna take care of their own before they take care of anybody else you know right and when he talks he, he basically tries to force ashley to take care of blue hawk she was like oh hold up she was like um oh first of all she pulls her hair out and he's looking at her like what the fuck and then oh she God. was like i have taken so many hours of blah 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 to learn to cover up your shit you were out there doing things you were out there hurting people you killed three people you got three bodies i had to cover all of that up but now that something has happened to you you want us to take care of it she was like Oh, well, fuck yourself and he was sitting there and it's like I think in, in a way he was upset because she wasn't taking him seriously, but at the same time, I think he was upset because she was also right. Yeah. Like when you really stop to think about it, she gave all facts. You know, she was like, when you were out doing this, when you were getting your toes sucked by pop claw, who, by the way, you also killed. Yeah. I know about that. She was <laughs> like, I covered it. We covered up all of that. So Yeah. You're gonna sit down and let us do this and handle it the way that we handle it, and you're gonna be happy about it. And you ain't gonna say shit because we've already done this for you.
2: And and it's almost like she's hitting him in the head with a sledgehammer that says, You need to take responsibility for your shit mm-hmm. before you tell other people they need to take responsibility for right. their mm-hmm. And I think this is that's almost that's where he finds his redemption at some point.
1: This is almost just like the read that she that she gave him when they were filming the when they're were, they're were on set filming the film and mm-hmm. he was like i want to get this where they were trying to get ready to write him out of the movie and she was like you do the fuck i say and, and then like she read him too like he just he he needs to learn to leave her the fuck alone because she has his number like hard like she yeah. she'll read right. him at the drop of a hat and i'm like damn Ugh. She, i think we see that ashley
0: has alone. certain soups that she is afraid of a train is not one of those soups
2: no, it, at all. It's Type. really just one. It's really just a home lander.
4: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. First of all, nobody is scared of A train, period. Okay. I mean, seriously, a right. five year old could take him. I'm just saying. Well, yeah. Because
0: nobody's taking him seriously at this point. Like you have flip flopped between loyalties, you are parading around in this, this new colorful, kente inspired suit that again Rash. nobody's taken seriously because you have not like you're trying to rebrand yourself as the proud black man who's taking care of his community and that's never been your focus before
2: well you've been a sellout your whole life you know your yeah. whole career you, you have sold everything about you away mm-hmm. and no one can take you seriously because You've never really taken yourself seriously.
4: Right.
1: Yeah, you can't right. just turn on a dime and go do a 180 from this to this, like that. Like no one's gonna believe you. Like, like nah, man. It's like mm-hmm. you, you just they,
2: scared. That's why he needs to take responsibility for his 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 own crap before anyone can take him seriously.
0: Right. But you he's know, also a,
2: dr- a recovering drug addict. Those that know him know this about him and that that that's hard to overcome from the beginning
0: yeah especially it wasn't just the regular drugs like the Mm -hmm. drugs that we hear about he was on some whole different level stuff that has had i mean it's had its own negative effects on him not just with his speed or you know all of that but him being under the influence of those drugs is how he ended up killing people in the first place
3: mm-hmm.
0: with robin pop claw you know even though there were some extra factors that were pop claw because of the fact that they were in a relationship and he was jealous and just a train is a lot to unpack so I really i mean he gonna, is what he is yeah do i think he's gonna get a redemption art probably especially after this episode you know we we know that he takes Ashley's words to heart because when he bumps into Starlight at the twins um you know compound during hellogasm uh, yeah well first with Starlight because i feel like i feel like there was a little like she's trying to get him to help her get all the people out and i think in some ways he still i feel like he kind of blames her also for some of the mess that he's in you know as far as uh they've always had a contentious relationship and you know it's been a lot of back and forth back and forth oh I'm gonna tell you about on you about this well I'm gonna tell you about this and it's kind of like I don't think he knows whether or not he can trust or not especially since he indirectly is the cause of Alex being killed you know, but yeah, I think when Huey is the one who actually like confronts him, confronts him. And I think that came out of the blue. They bump into each other and he gives Huey this kind of brush off attitude. And then Huey's like, oh, you know what? we're about to do this. We're going to confront this. And he, you know, goes to him. He's like, you never said sorry. And when he, he tells it to him, Atrey is like, oh, okay, you know what? And you think they're about to go off. And then he says, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Huey." You never really understand the impact of what you do to people until someone you love is hurt. And you can kind of see at that moment, he's like, okay, I need to start owning up. Do I think it's a little too late? (laughs) I don't know. Because I'm still like, like, I get everything that you're saying about him, Anthony, about him being, you know, recovering drug addict and this, that, and the other. But I just kind of feel like I... (sighs) I don't know if I want his, I I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of conflicted on what I want from A-Train at this point. Like, do I want him to be Redan? I don't think I want that because then what would it like, what would it accomplish? The people, I I don't know. He's just one of those characters that I feel like, I I really don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about it. Because I feel like when you have a redemption story, in order for it to be a good redemption story, I feel like there has to be a bit of a transformative process with the character. And I just feel like his brother being hurt and paralyzed, yes, that's something that will make him kind of stop and think about what he's doing. But I don't know if I feel like he has gone through enough for it to be a true redemption i feel like if he's redeemed at this point it's only going to be temporary and then once he gets comfortable he'll probably go back to his old ways his his ways of being selfish his ways of you know everything being only about him and even now even with the apology that he gave to huey and what he does with blue hawk later on it's not really about him changing or wanting to be better he's pissed you know oh this happened to me and oh okay i guess i should apologize because i did this to somebody else i don't know i just feel like he hasn't gone through he he hasn't earned a redemption story maybe that'll happen next season maybe that'll happen in the next uh what two episodes that we have to discuss for this season but i just i don't know i don't feel like he deserves Uh, it now i
2: I think I think the path he's on now, since mm-hmm. what happened to his brother, is supposed to be what what leads up to him earning his ability to redeem himself.
0: You think his brother's injury is the catalyst. It's just yeah. like the start of whatever's gonna happen. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and his quest to try to get justice for his brother through Blue Hawk and, and all the things that's, that's going to happen. I think all of that started with his brother because even at the time what was going on with with his brother and blue hawk and was going on in the community was still kind of self-serving like he was still sort of doing it for him mm-hmm. you know sort of this this altruistic thing that he's trying to do well no actually your brother does get hurt and it is something that directly affects him like you said anytime something happens to a loved one um it it makes you take a moment, a pause. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: You know, we always say people, people are always one way about something until it happens to someone close to them or themselves. Mm -hmm. Then they do change their mind or they at least start thinking about the things that are happening around them. Well, here he he never thought about his community or how soups affect regular people. Like he, he witnessed firsthand how a soup can destroy the life of a normal person mm-hmm. like that's why he apologized to Huey like he ruined Huey's life just by being you know who he was being a mm-hmm. suit and you don't think about the collateral damage or the consequences of your actions or not taking responsibility for it because he could stop you by, oh my god I've I messed up call someone try to console Huey no he's like no I'm busy I gotta go mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean and when something happens to you, you start looking back on those scenes like, you know what yeah I, I was I was not right. Yeah. I'm just saying he may not have quite earned his right to mm-hmm. get redemption, but I think that was a catalyst to set him on that path. I mean, he still has a long way to go, right? oh yeah, so, yeah, and we it's...
0: and like I said, we still have two episodes for this season to see what else his character does, but it's kind of like. I don't know. And then with what happens later on with Blue Hawk, he basically becomes a vigilante because instead of waiting for the authorities to deal with Blue Hawk or for Vault to deal with Blue Hawk, I just felt, you know, if he, I feel like if he was really in the mindset of, okay, let me change the way that I'm doing things and let me change how I react to things, to be better he wouldn't have done to blue hawk what he did but he was acting totally on emotions at that point point. and it's kind of like i feel like whatever steps he was making towards redemption up to that point he kind of hit the reset bar with blue hawk because it's like now you just literally killed another person in cold blood literally no, no, no,
2: it wasn't really in cold blood it was it was an act of, of emotion like that was his emotional reaction to this guy that paralyzed his brother
3: yeah
2: and who who was flipping about the whole situation so it wasn't really in cold blood We we just call that in the heat of in the heat of passion killing so it wasn't quite his blood was pretty hot he wasn't cold-blooded
0: but yeah, i it guess was pretty
2: high that cause a friction because he drug him like that like yeah five miles. yeah <laughs> yeah but I was K- killing say he his I girlfriend was was cold-blooded because it didn't mean anything to him yeah this actually meant something to, that, to him
0: yeah but i guess because even with the way blue hawk reacted in this episode i don't think he was being callous about it or he was being flippant um he had bigger things to be thinking about like literally soldier boy just decimated the whole house killed a whole bunch of people, injured a lot of people, and Blue Hawk was like, yo, we could talk about this later, like, we have, we have other things to deal with right now, and I understand that, you know, A-Train probably didn't care about any of that, but I don't know, I just, I have conflicting feelings about that character. Maybe they'll change in the next couple of episodes, but right now, I just I don't know. There's just something about him. I just I just don't like him. I don't, well, I mean, I don't yeah, think, I think he deserves a redemptive arc. Um, I don't know.
1: Well, I do think that it was kind of cold and calculating for him to kill Blue Hawk because whilst was he there? He wasn't naked, he wasn't participating in any of the hero gasm shit. He was there for Blue Hawk. He he was free. I mean, he I, I think that I think he really no, he, he, he was, was not.
0: Into- he was there. I think he well.
1: Why else was he there because he wasn't naked he wasn't participating
0: yeah you're right because because i was thinking that he was there for the twins but no homelander sent the deep for the twins so he right. Right. you're yeah, right yeah i mean it's like he,
1: he was only there for blue hawk it's mm-hmm. like he after he after he got cussed out by ashley and saw that she wasn't gonna do shit about it, he was like well fuck it i'll do it myself mm-hmm. and he went there looking for him like he was walking around looking like 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 steel-faced looking for him when he bumped into huey and it's like you saw he was like Oh fuck. Then, next thing you know, he finds him, grabs him by the throat, throws him down, and gives him the world's longest friction burn. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I think, I think, I think he he went there, he went there looking for that shit, and it's like that could, because I mean that's the only thing he. I mean, I can I can understand his feeling of helplessness, like when he found out that it's like with all he can do, he can't save his brother, he can't help his brother to walk again. He's like, mm-hmm. he can't do shit about that. So it's like, well, what can I do? If he has all this guilt on him and he's like, thought well, won't do anything, I can't, it's like, I have to do whatever I can do to soothe my guilt. So he goes, so that's why he went there. He went there, sought him out and.
0: Yeah, but you know, he probably should have thought about that a little bit more because he was told not to run and he ran. Yeah. I mean like you said drug blue hawk like like it was nothing like that dude was hamburger meat by the time a train stopped and of course you know he grabs his chest his heart is beating way too fast and he collapses passes out
1: I I thought he was there I thought they were going to end it I was like oh fuck he's dead like because the the last thing you see of him is just like his mouth open and his eyes and looking off into into Mm -hmm. this i was like he's dead like he he killed himself
0: and the way they played the sound effect because you could hear his heart and then all of a sudden you don't hear it anymore so i i was like did they kill him but looking at him it's kind of like you don't hear his heart but you can still see him moving kind of like in a daze. so i don't think he's dead But um, yeah, I guess at this point it's going to be, was your revenge worth it? Because we don't know what kind of damage that's going to do to his body. Right. Oh, well. Um, Let's see. Okay, so we got to talk about M.M. and Butcher. Because when I say M.M. is to the point where he is considering like, Shooting Butcher Huey if he has to. I'm like, oh, y'all done pissed this man off like to the nth power. Because and and I I don't know if he realizes that shooting them might not do anything to them because they are taking the temp V, but he's in that mindset where he's like, Look, they are on they are on the same playing field with Soldier Boy now. Soldier Boy is my enemy. I gotta go kill him, and you know we kind of find out in this episode what happens. You know he says when he was a kid, there was a ruckus outside of his house, and Soldier yeah. Boy was there to kind of take care of it. He goes to get his granddad out out of bed and like, hey, granddad, Soldier Boy is here. Soldier Boy is here, and Soldier Boy picks up the car. Oh, that's what happened. Um, the people outside were trying to uh, they were trying to steal a bins, so Soldier Boy picks up the bins and throws it through MM's house. And his grandfather gets killed. So that is the start of his whole vendetta against Soldier Boy.
1: So instead, so Soldier Boy is when you see someone trying to steal a car, instead of just stopping them, he throws the car through a building.
0: See, that I was trying to understand too. I was like, what was the, like, well, I'm not, yeah, I'm not understanding the thought some process there. That need to show off their power but at this point soldier boy is quote unquote he's the america's hero for his time period everybody already knows what he can do so why would you need to throw a car and why would you throw it through someone's house what was the purpose
4: there is no purpose it's it's basically um the theory that superheroes cause damage collateral damage they don't care as long as they get their man i mean you see it in the dc universe a lot you see it in marvel a lot um uh, basically there i forget which storyline um i think it was marvel do a damage control the the team where they did no no i'm sorry it was lethal weapon it was episode lethal weapon when it was on back couple years ago at the end of the episode they tallied up how much damage the boys had done and it was like six million dollars in downtown la so when they gave them that um the bill they were like oh we didn't mean to do that we but we got our guy so that's the whole concept they don't think when you're out there fighting say flash you know black panther whoever whatever you don't stop and think oh i'm gonna throw this car through the window to get the bad guy not thinking i'm gonna hurt the people inside the house you're just thinking i'm gonna get the bad guy the and bad see, guy
0: was right there in front of him That's
4: I know, this, I, I, don't don't I know this i don't understand
1: there's no reason to throw the car it's like what the car did the car
0: didn't do shit well like, why okay. are you throwing the car well, okay I mean, if anything if you're trying to if, if you're trying to catch the bad guys who's trying to steal the car roll the car over on them if that's what you want to do if you really want to do damage if you want to kill the people who are doing this just all you have to do is lift the car and roll it over on them. But you went through the effort of Or if you go if you go to
1: throw something, throw them.
0: Yeah. yeah. Throw, well that throw, too. Throw the
1: thieves. Throw the thieves. It's like, why are you throwing the car? It's like if that was my business, someone tried to steal, like, oh thank you. Wait, that's my car.
2: Well like to, why are you throwing
1: to, my car instead to the guys that were trying to steal it? Like to, punish to them. To, Don't punish my car.
2: I'm not trying to defend home um defend Soldier Boy, but we have one we have an unreliable narrator in in um mother's milk he really probably was young and don't really know exactly what happened and if he's getting information from the papers or whatever we also have to remember that vault is really good at covering up actual events yeah so we may not really ever know what actually happened like there could have been he really could have just been showing off showing off to some chick you know we, we we don't we aren't ever gonna know It's just the fact is like like lori said collateral damage like mm. the soups always cause collateral damage that hurt people right that
1: would be that would be an awesome throwback scene or a callback scene where they're just like you know they they show brother's milk they show home they show um soldier boy like talking to someone on the street and then just like Maybe, maybe he was trying to hit, hit on somebody and hit on a girl and then she was like get the fuck out of here he's just he just puts his hand on the bench and goes ah! right and it's like those are through and most looks like oh! yeah that'd be a really good cut scene
0: oh well but you know marvin has it in his mind that you know soldier boy has to die and if Huey and Butcher are going to be working with him he was like okay let me go on ahead and get this gun ready and Annie said something to him she was like you know uh soldier Boy is bulletproof right and he was like this isn't for him and she's looking at him like what the fuck are you really like <laughs> I understand you're mad at yeah. your friends like they went behind your back they knocked you out so they could team up with Soldier Boy they're taking temporarily turning themselves into the very things we have been you know killing and and doing all this other stuff for the last few years but are you really like are you that far gone that you're ready to shoot your friends and I know she's trying to talk him down because she's like look it's just you and me now at at this point we have to fix this we have to stop soldier boy we have to stop homelander but I can't do this if you are flying off the rails trying to go kill our friends you know and and Marvin looks at her like okay, I hear you, but when she has to leave, she was like, are you okay? He cocks that gun and just looks at her like,
4: and she's just like, <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: So,
2: he is obviously not okay.
0: He, he's not okay. He's, not, he's okay. not okay. So he and Annie, they go to the twins in Vermont. <laughs> they knock on the door And they are greeted by Love Sausage.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. That was fucking hilarious.
0: Poor poor Mother's Milk because he just this episode was not kind to him at all. He gets greeted by the Love Sausage.
2: Who, Who choked him out no pun intended.
0: Then they get invited in, they get to see all of this stuff going on with Hero Gasm. What, what did he say? This was the 70 70th anniversary of Hero Gasm, which we find out in the yeah. episode that Soldier Boy was the one who started.
2: Him, started him and that. Liberty.
0: Hmm? Him, him and Liberty, Liberty. aka Stormfront. Yes, yeah, hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. a whole other thing to unpack. Um, so anyway. While he and Annie are walking around the house,
1: no, wait, wait, we got, we gotta talk about love sausage saying, wait, you're not a soup. He's like, oh no, but he's really good at cleaning lingots. Oh he my- just loves to eat the pussy up. Num 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 num. <laughs> ah, I was like, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. <laughs> And that was as cringeworthy as it sounded. That was was so bad.
1: This whole episode had so many cringeworthy cringeworthy scenes. I was like, num, 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 num.
0: "Ah, God,
1: (laughs) wait a minute.
0: (laughs) I don't even know if I have a proper response to that.
1: Uh, There's no, you can't have a proper response to this. (laughs) (laughs) Because she didn't even have to say
0: any of that. He said, I'm with her that's all she had to, that, that's all they had to say
1: it's like she gave she was giving like huey explanations it's like every time someone comes and huey gives like really bad off the off off the tangent explanations and it's like oh
0: and bruh. it sounded even it sounded even more weird because she's saying these things and she's the she's the character that's supposed to be america's sweetheart she's the one that came up in the christian community so it makes it even more cringeworthy when when she says it because she looks like the all-american little you know the all-american girl blonde hair blue-eyed just she's dressed very plainly she's not dressed as starlight and for her to say it and try to say it with a straight again one of those things how many takes did it take you to get through this line because who? around and says kind nobody. <laughs> nobody
2: nobody oh my god oh yeah
1: he
0: eats he eats the vagina real good who says that nobody
1: no who says num 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 we're referring to cunning <laughs> i
0: have i have actually heard people <laughs> like yeah i stirring noises yes stirring macaroni
1: people- sounds sure Num nom nom nom. No no no. no. I,
0: I, I have heard people like just in jest or joking do the nom 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 thing. I've never ever, 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 ever heard anyone refer to it as Cunninghamus. Like I know that's the technical <laughs> term. Nobody uses the technical terms. Nobody. Especially if you are talking to somebody who's participating in something called
4: hero gasm. No. Awkward. Oh,
2: Anyway, and felicio. <laughs> oh my god, that just, was just nobody I, I, uses those I, I words.
0: It sure doesn't even bother me, it's just the fact that condolingus has way too many syllables for <laughs> you to ever say it and it sounds okay. <laughs> it's just syllables.
2: Nom 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 nom.
0: <laughs> anyway, so when they walk in. What was that dude's name? Was it Termite? Termite oh, is there. He walks. I,
2: I, I'm yeah, sorry. There's a lot. There's a I lot. have a clean in the background, and the, the the scene with Mother's Milk popped up, and I have <laughs> captions on. He says, Lick it up, you yummy brown bear. It's like, What the fuck?
0: Yeah, that was after the.
2: Sorry, go ahead. So,
0: he, so while they're sitting there trying to figure out which way they're going to go, termite bumps into him which I'm like I I was actually surprised that termite was there because I would think that after walking into your boyfriend's penis and then exploding him during your transformation I would think that you would be a little too traumatized to go anywhere near anything sexual for for the time being but no he's there and he's covered in something and he bumps into Mother's Milk, and Mother's Milk is like, "What the fuck did he put on my jacket? It's all sticky and stuff. I gotta get rid of it." He goes to <laughs> these doors, thinking he's going into a bathroom. He opens up the doors. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, if I can say it.
1: What did he say? It was
0: like, like whoever that was. That's like, what I Anthony was about- just saying. Lick it up, you Lick big clown give
2: me brown bear
0: yeah and then
2: then,
0: was it oh my god he literally was like he opens up the doors I (sighs) guess right when whoever was shooting his wad and I don't even want to know the size of the penis that shot that off because Marvin was covered head to toe in white goo (laughs) Like when you have to turn <laughs> around and wipe now. it out of your eyes, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's yeah, that's nuts.
2: He says, I can't.
0: I hate you. I
2: need a bathroom <laughs> right now.
0: You need more than a bathroom. You need like
2: Man, you, you, need, you,
0: you, you need you need you
1: pool. Just hop in the pool. Yeah. What, in the pool like.
0: what is the room that they have at like you know when you when you always see um, scenes of the CDC? And they get a contamin the decontamination, decontamination that's what you need. You need a hot bath and a decontamination room because he did not have
2: No, hmm. he he need to be hosed down again, but this time with a water hose. I don't
0: think I don't think that would have been enough. That was just poor Marvin. Marvel was like, "I didn't even want to be here today." And that was his here. favorite.
2: That was his favorite jacket too.
0: Not anymore. Right. I bet you that thing's burnt to a crisp. Well, yeah, Duh. it would be burnt to a crisp now because Soldier Boy. Yeah,
1: I keep oh, thinking. Marvel. I'm wondering if that if that was if that was love sausage and somebody was holding it holding it like a like a um, fire hose <laughs> love
0: sausage was somewhere else because they they showed him with another female somewhere else in the house i think when huey was walking through so i don't think that was him but um yeah no mm. it th- this singing is playing in, in the background and i'm just mm. I would not want to. mm, No, no. mm. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, anyway. Um, let's see. So Victoria Newman has shown all her cards to starlight, you know, they, they go on this TV. Uh, what was it? Like a news program because they're, they're talking about the the quote unquote terrorists and what's being done. And of course, uh, there's a moment where Homelander storms off the set and Victoria is telling Starlight, she was like, hey, can we can we talk and catch up? And then she asked about Huey and Annie is like, oh, well, he's going camping with his dad. Oh, okay. I thought he was avoiding me because he thought I might pop his head. And Annie, she tried to cover it up. She was like, huh? And she's okay. like, don't play. Don't play. Yeah, so I'm the one that's popping heads. How about this? We need to work together. Bring down Vot, blah blah blah, and I think at this point, this is where Annie's like, you know what? I'm not gonna be doing any of this bullshit. Like, I'm so tired of Vot telling me what to do. I'm so tired of people telling me that I have to be that I have to do bad things in order to win, you know. And she basically tells Victoria "f you." But I just want to say, uh, Lori stepped away from the recording for a while, and she just came back. Lori, you just have no idea the conversation you just. Lori. <laughs> <is."
3: laughs> oh man! You'll
0: probably listen to it, and then you'll be like, "Oh yes, I'm glad I was not there for that." Ah, okay. <laughs> Till
4: all skeet skeet motherfucker.
0: Ah, <clears throat> oh, jeez. <clears throat>
1: Oh my god, Sorry,
4: excuse me for doing laundry. <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah, Mother's milk need to do laundry after the, oh, after opening okay. those doors.
4: <laughs> oh god, oh, oh, okay, oh, got it. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, yeah you he was whitewashed. Yeah, you missed the good stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just stop. I'm just stop. saying he was whitewashed. I mean, just, just
1: oh my, you know what? <laughs> just
2: stop. Oh
0: lord of mercy. I knew this was going to be a punny episode too, but oh my God, Mike.
1: I mean, Michael, you,
0: Mike has been in rare form. <laughs> like when we were talking about the whole thing with the deep early with the mammals, he made the dolphin noise. I think, Anthony, I think you were talking, <laughs> so you missed it. He actually made a dolphin oh, noise heard. when you I, said, I, okay.
2: <laughs> I heard it. I just moved on. I just...
0: <sighs>
3: okay. I mean,
1: it's just, oh my God. But yeah it's like but no, the flex that that Victoria put on when she left, she was like it, it'll be it'll be hard killing America's sweetheart, but not impossible. Then she walks away and makes her nose bleed. Like that control of her power. I was like,
0: God. right. Damn. right.
1: That was a flex. <laughs> I was like shit, okay.
0: <laughs> like I'm sorry. I I kind of I understand Starlight's position. I understand her frustration but someone who popped the heads of pretty much everyone in Congress, that's not the person you wanna piss off. And do they, even, they still don't know that the, the, that the church leader is dead, do they? Because they've been spending it in the press that he's been away or he's been doing this. No one has even said right. that he's dead. Like I'm just, who had to clean up that office? That's my question. Who had I'm to sure. I'm yes. sure
1: Vought, Vought fixed that shit. I'm sure she probably called um Edgar and was like, "Yeah, I popped his head." He was like, "I got it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, baby girl." Because this is before before she dumped him out. So he, you know, you know, he would have done anything for her. So it's like, anytime she anytime she accidentally did something like that,
3: yeah. all she
1: had to do was make a call, and and Edgar would be like, "I'll handle it. Don't worry about it. Just go home, wash up. Right. I got it." Right.
0: So. So anyway, after Marvin gets skeeted on, (laughs) he is. (laughs) (laughs) Things I never imagined myself saying in a podcast recording. (laughs) He and Annie, they go their separate yeah. ways because again, they're trying to uh they're they're trying to figure out what's going on. And Annie comes across this room and she hears the deep's voice. Now the deep is very obviously um <laughs> having sex with something or somebody's giving him some something.
1: <laughs> because, has, because of the you see his cheeks did. on the aquarium. I was like, oh you god. You saw no. his
0: butt cheeks on the aquarium. I was like, <laughs> like oh god, no. <laughs> But I didn't think, like, I saw his butt cheeks on the aquarium. Nowhere in my mind did the thought come across that he is being sucked off by an octopus. I had that nowhere <laughs> in my equations. Like, there was nothing. Uh, it, because I mean, it was, could have
1: been a puffer fish.
0: I wasn't thinking, even with the disclaimer at the beginning, I was not thinking animals at all. Ooh. I was not. Oh and then God. when Starlight catches him, and he turns around, and he's got the octopus.
1: He's looking like Larry, looking like a codpiece, like Larry Blackman, the cameo. I was like, what. <laughs> <laughs> word up okay
4: you you know i i I think i I think i wished i had gone to church after i watched that particular scene because it scarred me it just did
0: i don't know if there's that i don't know if there's any amount of religious cleansing that can fix Mm.
4: that it was it was literally the best worst thing ever But, but uh uh yeah he 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 uh he's different let's just put it that way (laughs) he's very different
0: and then the funny thing is when he when when Starlight catches him and he turns around he was like oh she was like what are you doing here he was like oh well this was this was Homelander's idea she looked at him and she looked down and she was like what was
1: Homelander's idea he
0: said
1: (laughs) deep said it was like a velvet vacuum sucking my balls I'm like oh my god where do you
2: get (laughs) this
0: <laughs> Who's writing this shit? And then and he says he with a
2: straight face. He says with,
0: <laughs> with a straight yes. face. And then when they turn around, they show they show like a side view of him, and the octo- again. The octopus is at his front, but its tentacles are wrapped around his back. So you know there had to be some backdoor action going on too. I was just like, y'all are doing Ugh. way too much. This is too much now.
1: Oh my god! And it's moving. I mean, shout out, shout out to the robotics and affects people on this episode because it's like it literally looks like the octopus is like still like it's a real octopus like moving around and shit i'm like son of a bitch
0: just use your real. imagination and then the the closed captions grunts squishing i was like no that's just that that's that's too much oh, and then he was like I'm not even doing anything. The, the, the octopus was sick. Why would you ask that? Like, what am I doing? I'm not doing anything. Why would you ask that? Because you have an octopus on your dick, sir. That's why she's asking <laughs> what you're doing. That's
3: right. <laughs> mm. oh but God. then,
0: I, I guess during that time, that's when she finds out that Homelander is on his way. Um, but in the midst of all of this, the twins are arguing with each other. Now the twins are TNT. these were uh these two were part of payback um, Soldier boys group that sold him to the Russians. and it's obvious that even though these two are twins, they're siblings, they cannot stand each other. They're arguing because um the guy I forgot what his name was. he apparently installed a camera in the toilet. So that he could record people going to the bathroom, just record the genitals, whatever, without their consent. So that's what they're arguing about. She's pissed off that he did it. He's calling her all kinds of names and they're threatening each other. And Soldier Boy walks in and sees them. And, you know, it it's one of those things where Soldier Boy has this, he has this, I guess you could say, mission. He's going in just for the twins. He does not kill anybody else. He's like, look, as long as everybody else stays out of my way, we'll be good. Because we know that he can focus his blast. The problem comes in when he hears a Russian song, because it's, it's bringing flashbacks of when he was tortured. Now, during this particular scene, this is when he's finding out who sold him to the Russians. And that's when they tell him it was noir. It was noir's idea he was the one behind it. And, you know, of course Soldier Boy is like, but Noir wouldn't have done it unless Vault told him to. They're like, look, this is just all we know. So he gets upset while he's getting ready to deal with them, he hears the the song, the Russian song that love sausage is making love to somebody too, which okay, whole other visual I did not really need to see. He starts powering up and TNT. They try to use their powers to stop him. But of course, it's been years since they've been able to use their powers. They fizzle out. He blasts them. And then he turns his body, which again, I just like the first time, I don't think he did this on purpose. It's like when he hears the Russian music and he has these flashbacks, he blacks out. At least that's what he told Huey at the beginning. He blacks out so he doesn't realize what's going on he decimates the house and the people inside i think at the end of the episode they said 19 uh superheroes and civilians were killed i'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure it probably was more than that but a lot of people were probably saved by their powers probably you know the walls just kind of buffered. i know that mm M. probably uh was saved because butcher was there in the room with him and butcher probably took most of the blast yeah, a
2: lot of them probably lost their powers too
0: could yeah
1: yeah that's true because yeah yeah you gotta think about his other ability yeah you
0: know?
1: mm-hmm. that's crazy
0: that i don't th- i don't even think he knows about that though because i don't think that was an ability he originally not, had it's yeah pro- i don't
2: think it's a necessarily a, i think it's a passive like collateral thing that they don't really know about
0: yeah i think it's and it's probably um an after effect of whatever it was that they were experimenting on him with in russia yeah like you're injecting this dude with all of these things and you're doing all of these types of things to torture him and you don't know how his body processed all of that but we do know that he has the ability to take away powers even if he doesn't know it we know it because it happens with uh kimiko so, yeah, he um, he blasts the house. And then later, when we see Butcher kind of coming to, and Soldier Boy walks in to where Butcher is, he was like, wow, what happened? So he has absolutely no idea that he was the one that did this. And then, of course, it's at this exact moment that Homelander arrives. And that's when the fight started this fight between homelander and soldier boy and then eventually butcher once he gets involved that was probably one of the best fight scenes
1: like in the and with in the in the episode that where you had two episodes to go this was like a almost a finale fight like you could you could have easily put this fight into the finale yeah easily or like the 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 episode before the finale this is like uh and t- this is like the climax, like, you know, like where, you know, this episode, usually the episode before the finale has a climatic mo- climactic mm-hmm. moment that does it is like, this is what led, that was like, but they still had two whole episodes to go after that. Right. And I'm right. Like, Damn. Like that shit. Yeah, I agree. That was like, that fight scene was insane.
0: And I think the thing that made it even more um, intense was the fact that at first you think it's just going to be the fight between Soulja Boy and Homeland. And Homelander is thinking that as well because of course he's already blasted Billy up against the wall. So he's probably thinking Billy is dead at this point because he's pissed off. He's like, you and I made a pact to fight to the death and I feel like you're cheating. So he blasts Butcher. And then while he has Soldier Boy up against the wall, you hear Butcher, oi. And he blasts Homelander. Homelander is like, what? The fuck? And then that's when you see them tag teaming Homelander. Now, I will say this Homelander was holding his own and Soldier Boy was holding his own, but it's kind of like I feel like it was hard. It wasn't an easy determination on which one of them was stronger in this episode. Like they were fairly well matched. I think even if Butcher had not gotten involved, that was a fight that would have gone on because.
2: They seem pretty evenly matched.
0: Very, very much so. And I think the only thing that stopped it was at this point, Huey had teleported in. And of course, Homelander's thrown off again because now you have Huey, who is not a soup, with these soup powers. And he's like trying to hit Huey. and Huey is teleporting. And at this point, Homelander's outmatched. And they finally get him to the ground. They grab his arms. And Soldier Boy is powering up to blast him And I think Homelander was like, man, fuck this. He gets all of them off of him and he takes off. I was like, yeah, he's going to have to go back and reevaluate some things now because he's like, okay. So Butcher and Huey are now superpowered. He doesn't know it's temp V. He doesn't know what's going on. But at this point, you were holding your own with just Soldier Boy. You were getting your ass kicked with Soldier Boy and Butcher. Granted, still holding your own, but they had a slight advantage. You add Huey into the mix, that might be a little difficult. And then of course, not just Huey, Starlight is on that side. So I think at this point, he's just like, okay, I need to go back to Vault and reevaluate. I need to figure out what I'm dealing with and fix this. but that oh that's the other thing too so Huey and Annie they actually run into each other in the in the house and when Annie tells Huey that Homelander's on the way he was trying to get her to leave and she won't leave so he teleports her out of the house and they have this big argument because he tells her he's trying to save her she was like I don't need you to save me and this is where he pulls his I know and he starts going through all his insecurities that we talked about, I think, when we discussed the last episode. But basically, Huey is insecure because he's a regular human. She's a superhero. And he was like, I'm always, I've always got to be the weak one. I'm always the one that needs saving. I want to be the one to save you. And she was like, I don't need you for that. That's not why I'm with you. I don't want that. Right, And I mean... I get it Huey I get it but you need to leave well enough alone especially when before you took your second shot in this episode you're sitting there digging in your ear you pull your finger out you've got blood obviously something oh, is one not blood. going right oh
1: what, that was, was, it? Blood. That was, what was it that was brains that was basically oh, looked- that, was, that was just was, I think it was I think they're saying because it affects your brain like it that's yeah, like, but he's
0: only had one dose. So I don't think it would I don't think it would advance that far that's yet. Is,
1: that's his uh, wait. One dose in Russia. See was yeah, the second and, dose And I mean, he
0: did that before he took the second dose.
1: But did was he didn't take a second dose when they were going to Crimson Countess?
0: Oh wait, wait, wait. Maybe he did because he ran. This, he, this ran, he, ran he ran. He ran. He ran her away. Okay. Yeah. Ran, this okay. is third dose. Ran, I forgot. Dose. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: That's why he it was starting to affect him. Like he started to get leaky, leaky.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And and it's like I think that I mean we're I wonder if we're going to find in the next the next season because it's like see and see if if he's going to have the same effects that Butcher has like if Butcher has certain effects from it like are they going to each be get sicker or if something's going to happen with him
0: yeah because i Cause don't think
1: Hugh, he frail
0: yeah yeah at so least like butcher when, is a little bit you know physically he's stronger than huey right so i i don't know how how that's gonna work how it's gonna affect both of them but yeah so i, th- I think
2: we know that that V does give you some other stuff like additional healing, a little bit of more strength. So when he's on it, he may be a little bit stronger than he would normally be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, but he's definitely I stronger didn't... than he was because when he when he caught a train, a train was like, The
0: fuck? Right. Yeah. It, it, right.
1: He was, he was like, Ow. Like, ow? The fuck? How'd you mm-hmm. do that? Yeah. And, and he did hit. And that that one time he when he punched Homelander, he caught Homelander, and Homelander was like, god damn everybody's superpowered what
0: the fuck right <laughs> right um okay so we gotta go talk about my two favorites for a moment because kimiko and Frenchie had their little moment in the last episode they had their they finally had their kiss and then Frenchie is kidnapped by little nina and her her people and it was so cute at the beginning because kimiko is sitting there like she's trying to figure out what to text Frenchie because he went to go get them coffee and he never came back so she doesn't know what to think she's like is he mad because I kissed him or is he uncomfortable like she doesn't know how to feel and she's trying to text him and she keeps erasing what she's texting him and while she's standing at the window she gets attacked by little Nina's guy and when she comes to we see She's tied up in a chair. Cherie is tied up in a chair next to her. And then little Nina comes in with Frenchie. He's naked. They've obviously been beating him and torturing him. And now she's um, she's basically talking to both of the girls about her little Sergey and what he used to do for her and how she used to control him. And at this point, we have to remember, Kamiko does not have her powers anymore. And she's recovering from being impaled. So she's already weakened. She's already injured. And now she's in a situation where her life is about to either end or Cherie's life is about to end because basically little Nina has her bodyguard pointing the gun at both of them. And she's telling Frenchie he has to choose which one to save. Or excuse me, not which one to save, which one gets shot first? Because she's like, I'm going to shoot them both anyway and then I'm going to kill you. So this does not sit well with Kamiko, And she has a Popsicle stick in her hand from, she was eating a Popsicle when, you know, they captured her. She gets herself out of the handcuffs she fights with the bodyguard now she's not ex- as successful with him as she would be with her powers but she does hold her own she does get her ass beat but she's able to find something to stab him in the leg with and of course she stabs him in one of his arteries he's bleeding uncontrollably. and then she starts stabbing him in the chest like over and over and over and over and over and over and over again
1: can we shout can we shout out Kimiko for being a badass without powers? Like she is just like she was a wolf, she was like a like a root or rabid wolverine. Like she was like beating even in the hospital, she almost got away from him. If he didn't punch her out, like she would have actually had a had a reasonable shot to get away from him. And she was just like like a savage, like yeah. just beating her ass without powers. Like right. holy fuck.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. But Afterwards, when they finally escape and he's trying to patch her up, she starts talking to him about how she's the monster. She was like, It was never, she's, I used to blame it on the V for making me a monster, but it was me all the time because the way that she killed that dude with such viciousness, she was like, This had to be me all the time. I'm like, Um, excuse me, sweetheart, he kidnapped you. They kidnapped Frenchie. They tortured Frenchie. They were about to kill you. Talked about killing him. This man beat you bloody. He kept punching you in your in the area that you just had surgery on. No, he kind of deserved it. He kind of deserved it. I'm not a monster. I probably would have done the same. He deserved it. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it's it's one of those things where she and Frenchie both have to kind of come to terms with who they think they are because one of the things that little nina says to Kamiko when she's given all of you know her little dialogue she's talking about the times that frenchie killed for her and um what was it she she's basically she's showing his scars on his body and she's talking about the different jobs that he did to earn those scars. And the one that she says is her favorite is the one on his knees. And she talks about when he was 14, he broke a bottle, He broke a glass bottle and his father made him kneel in the glass and told him he could not get up. And he followed instructions so well that even when his father left the house to go get drunk and ended up in a whorehouse, he still was kneeling in the glass. And she was like, he likes, he likes, Uh, obedience he likes people telling him what to do and he likes pain and this is the thing that I think for Frenchie, it's something that he's now ashamed of where I think before he met Kamiko he probably wasn't ashamed of it just from the different things that he said before um but she's also telling him look this this is not you anymore like we can't Keep letting these people tell us what we are and that's where we kind of leave them but it's it's like one of those things where i don't know i think at this point they're gonna have to figure out who they are and what they want to do you know a couple episodes ago they were talking about leaving butcher's group because at this point billy is just using them for what he can get out of them and that's part of the problem because he's treating them like the monster and like the, um, you know, the the foot soldier that obeys orders, instead of treating them as real people, you know, we talked about that with the episode where they went to Russia, so like, he doesn't even regard them as real people, it's like, okay, well, you guys are going to help me get whatever it is I need, and I'm, you're going to do whatever it is I tell you to do in order for me to achieve this, and I think, especially after this uh episode here what just happened with them i think they're probably going to be like yeah you know what we don't this shit anymore because she could have died she has no powers now
1: yeah especially from being punched in her stitches like geez like not just
0: the stitches she has surgery
1: right so it's like she should she should have been like she was i'm surprised she didn't bleed out and it was unconscious
0: right like I don't, I,
1: don't, I don't see why she wasn't why she wouldn't be it's like like you said she doesn't have any power she can't heal so right. it's like she should have bled out she should have kind of bled out there
0: yeah like Sharita over there on the couch laid out passed out all you did was get up try to hit somebody and get knocked out girl if you don't go Go fix somebody some uh, some dinner. They saved you.
1: <laughs> they saved you.
0: They should be the ones that's sitting over there on the couch lounging, yeah, go fix- sleep right. But oh, my heart hurts for them because she's she looked like she was so upset about the fact she was like I'm the monster. It's me. And you know I I tell you I, I say it all the time like she has one of those expressions where you know she's a badass and you know she can kick ass but at the same time you just want to hold her like a child and just be like it's okay baby it's okay yeah
1: especially when she was in the hospital and she was texting Frenchie, was the kiss a mistake I was like
4: no. are
0: you mad at me, me? I promise yeah. I won't do it again and then she was just like let's watch singing in the rain next and that's the one she actually says like okay we're just going to avoid talking about the thing until right. we have to talk about the thing So,
1: and I was like another musical musical but yes no, yes please no, yes no. please
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad no. No. it wasn't that bad oh, that was wait awesome. a minute I just I just noticed I'm look uh, so it's playing in the background and it's the it's the part where Huey and A-Train are confronting each other and I just noticed there's a waiter who was walking past with a tray and it looks like he has different um looks like it, one's like a baby bottle one looks like a douche bottle <laughs> it's just like I don't I mean, I guess that would be appropriate for for the environment. I I seriously doubt if anybody was practicing safe sex here.
1: There's so much inappropriateness going on. It's like when
0: the when the when
1: the when the Oreo guy came up and put his hand on Huey's shoulder and whispered in his ear, he was like, Oh, that's so sweet, but I got to give my butthole a rest. (laughs) It's like, Jesus Christ.
3: Oh, there's I mean, I mean,
1: there's there's so much going on. It's like people making ice dildos. It's like the reappearance of Starlight Starlight's um vibrator, vibrator flying through yes.
0: the air. <laughs> the ice dildo. Would... <laughs> because that thing had like little, I don't know what you branches. Um what, uh, yeah, it was oh.
1: yeah. it was ribbed for her pleasure. I don't know. That was kind of weird.
0: The- i don't know if ribbed is the appropriate i i don't know oh my
1: god there was so much there was so much going on dude with mind powers he was literally mind fucking people and it's like (laughs) that shit was
0: funny that was funny i
1: was like dude like everybody
0: that was yeah
1: there was there was some it's like you can't even it's like there's i couldn't even focus on this it. like i'd have to i would break my pause button just like wait like, what the fuck are they doing okay what the fuck was that oh shit what the fuck it's like turn your head sideways it's like god damn i didn't know that was supposed to shit like so much going on like god damn
0: it was but i, I again i still feel like even with all of that going on it's, it's kind of like and I don't know if maybe we're just desensitized to it because we have seen other shows or other movies where those types of scenes m- might be a little bit more uh detailed or a little bit more explicit because they may be cable, because it may be a film, and you know, in some things you can show things a lot more, but it like I said, it just it still felt like it wasn't it it wasn't. I, I don't know it just didn't match the hype but I mean it was still a fun episode I don't I don't think we were looking at the scene or looking for the scene. like nobody's gonna watch this scene and be like oh my god I'm aroused let me go no it, like you literally watch scenes like this to take them apart and talk about oh okay well that works oh why did they do that oh that's stupid oh that's funny there was a lot of that in this episode for me, especially in those scenes. It was just, I I don't know. Like I said, I, I just thought it was, it wasn't one of those things where it was like, oh my God, what did I just watch? No, it was, it was okay. Like I said, there were other things that kind of gave me the shock factor more. Mother's Milk getting drenched. That was definitely one. Um, <sighs> Blue Hawk getting drugged. I was not expecting that, not in that way. Like I figured what was going to happen once, um, once a train took off with him and you saw his hat roll around, because that means that he was dragging him so quickly that his hat fell off. And I was like, oh, this is not going to be good for him. And then you just kind of see it. It's just like, oh, gross. Um, Mother's right. milk trying to throw the canister at Soldier Boy, thinking it was gonna knock him out. And Soldier Boy picks it up and he inhales the smoke and blows it out like he smoked. He was like, "What, what did you think that was?" Gonna do? Poor Marvin. Yeah, he he didn't. He did not have it easy in this episode.
1: He didn't have a shot. I don't know what what he thought he was gonna do to anybody in this episode. Like, you can't. You're not gonna do, be able to do anything. He breaks break. break <laughs> he gets the bat and just keeps hitting Butcher, and it's like. I mean, let it out. That's fine, but it's like we just look at him like, it's rough. what are you doing?" Mm-hmm.
2: He was in the same place that that train is in. Their their emotions is dictating their actions. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he's not he's not really thinking about how outclassed he is. He just wants to get his revenge. Because even when Starlight stops him, like Soldier Boy and 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 Homelander are duking it out. And he picks up a gun, like he's gonna go do something. And Starlight is like, dude, we need you.
0: Right. You're she bringing a gun had to, had to a superpower fight.
2: Right. She literally You're had to drag to... him out of there mm-hmm. because he was gonna try to kill soldier away. And, and, dude, you, you, you are not ready for that. Mm-mm. Unless, you know, they go along with the comic books and he really is you know, somewhat of a soup and just doesn't know it.
4: Yeah. So... That's what I thought that was gonna actually happen. Because what would be the biggest irony if someone who hates superheroes that much turns out to be one himself? Well, so, I mean, butcher in this season. That's yeah, butcher why yeah, made himself one. That's yeah. not the same
2: yeah. as annoyingly right. being one. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, what was going
2: through Homelander's mind when he was looking at the bruise on his face? Like, <laughs> was he really thinking? You know, I, mm. I might be in trouble.
1: Can we talk about FD star earning like Golden Globe and Emmy nominations in this episode alone? Like, even from that scene, from the scene before when he was talking to himself in the mirror, pretty pretty much Smeagol and Golluming himself
3: yes. in the mirror. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, like, dude killed this shit. I'm just like, fuck, man. I I was I was duly I was really impressed with how he just totally like handled that like it was crazy and like he was I mean from looking like confident in the mirror to looking like almost a like a tortured child like Mm -hmm. in real life just like I I want people to like me and it's like the vulnerability actually having
0: to admit that to himself right Mm -hmm. that
1: whole thing was just crazy like he he acted his ass off just from and then like from seeing from finding out that noir ran he was like no he he wouldn't do that no no." i mean his facial expressions like holy shit Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah yeah he 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 was really
0: hurt that noir abandoned him
1: Right. The only person that he he felt like he could count on in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Literally, the only person that he could count on, Jedid. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, yeah, kudos to him. I'm glad, I'm glad he got his got a Golden Globe nom. Golden Globe nod for nomination for his um for his performance. I hope he gets the Emmy nomination and wins it because he between him and this performance by him and Oscar Isaac in Moon Knight, I'm just like mm-hmm. Like what more do nerds want? Like this shit was that was it was crazy.
0: Yeah. Uh, termite getting stepped on by Homelander.
1: <laughs> Rest in peace to little homie. He made it through all that stuff. He made it through getting drenched and ODing in a bag of cocaine to just get crushed under Homelander's heel.
0: Like,
1: right. Oh my God! Like he lost his powers while he was short and he couldn't grow. Like. Dude, that had, oh, that's What a way to go. What a way to fucking go.
0: And of course, the Deep runs out of the house with a bag.
1: In a a Target bag, like, oh, God, stop.
0: With the octopus and takes off.
2: I was laughing so hard at that. (laughs) He is in a plastic bag.
0: I was like, Starlight asked you to help her save. All of these people and you were preoccupied with the octopus. That must have been saved some one.
2: good. He saved one.
0: That must have been saved
2: some,
1: one. some so good. Each one saved one. He did what he had to do. <laughs> so I'll take this octopus to go.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, this episode it 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 was fun. Like I said, I was a little underwhelmed, but I still liked the episode. It just wasn't as it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. But it was it was a lot of fun. I was like, um, I can't wait to talk about this episode. This is gonna be funny.
1: The fight, the fight, the fight scenes in this episode made up for it. Like, like Homelander, Homelander, and and um, Soldier Boy at first, then Soldier, then Homelander and and butcher, like when he when butcher got back up, he was like, "How'd you do that, scorched earth?" And then they started fighting, and butcher gave him that maniacal grin when he when he when he found out he wasn't getting hurt by him. Right. He was like, "Yeah, come on, cunt." Mm-hmm. And then they they did the the lasers the laser standoff between the two of them when they both shot shot their eye lasers at each other. Yeah. I was like, "Oh shit!"
0: Okay, that's fucking so when, fire when they were doing that, <laughs> and Homelander was in the air. And Soldier Boy looked at him and what he did was he grabbed that cape and brought him down. I was it? like, oh, that was like no, that looked like it <laughs> hurts. I can like hear Edna now. That's what I thought when I saw it too. This is why we don't wear capes. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we don't wear capes. Because he literally grabs him by the cape, he drags him down, body slams him, and then he uses the cape to throw him into the wall. I was like, this is just
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah, that was that fight. That whole fight was just awesome.
0: It was good. It was good. But we still have two episodes, so you know there's got to be there's got to be another fight. You can't just give us this big fight and then just not give us anything for the other two episodes. So you know we're gonna see another fight between those two.
2: Like we see, Ma- a- we didn't
1: see Maven this whole episode.
0: No, we because a they girls don't see-
2: get it done. Episode, a girls get it done. Fight, <laughs> right
0: but yeah we don't we don't even know where Maeve is right now you know Vaughn is saying that she's quote-unquote in rehab she could be dead for all we know right because you know she basically told Homelander go fuck yourself so yeah she could be dead
1: yeah got something for you huh I don't
0: think I don't think she's dead yet
1: now she's not dead. I just, just want to see what I just wanted to see what was. I mean, but there was so much going on. There really wasn't space to kind of squeeze in mm-hmm. what's up with Maeve in this episode. So I get it. I mean, I'm I'm satisfied. I'm 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 good. I mean, I yeah. had enough in this episode to keep me occupied. This they'll probably keep episode.
0: that a mystery until maybe the the last episode. They'll probably tell us where she is. It might be one of those big surprise reveals. But yeah, I even though they've been saying it. Even Victoria Newman, she was like, yeah, you know, they're telling us Maeve is in rehab. She's probably dead already. I don't think they would kill her off screen because it wouldn't make sense. Technically speaking, Maeve is one of the main characters of the show, even though she's not a main character in in the sense that we've seen like Homelander, Billy, and all of that stuff. But yeah, we'll probably find out in the finale, the season finale. Oh, the Deep (sighs) looks like he's getting tired of his wife because when he's when he's telling Homelander the news about Black Noir leaving, um, she's standing in the background and she was like, tell him what we found out, tell him what we found out. And it was the information about the twins. And when Homelander leaves, he was like, look, you didn't need to jump in there. I had it. And she was like, look, I'm just trying to help, blah, blah, blah. He turns around. And the the way he looked when he turned around, like, I'm getting sick of this bitch. And she was looking at him like, I'm getting sick of him too. So I'm like, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I he don't needs think some that release.
0: marriage is gonna last too much longer.
1: I mean, he, you see, you see what happened when he went to hero it's like, was he with another hero? No, he went back to what he knew. And, you know,
2: well, she was round. also the one that told him to eat the fucking octopus.
0: That is true. <laughs> this is true. Rest <laughs> in know? peace, Timothy. So, yeah, that is true. So, yeah. I don't know. He's begging
2: for him. his life. Yeah.
3: He has no.
0: kids. He has a family. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm-mm.
2: So yeah, uh, I, I don't think I, I don't think he's ever gonna get over that that she did that to him.
0: So. Right, right. Oh, I know what we need to talk about at the end of the episode. So while they're looking at the carnage of what was done during Herogasm, Annie gives Mother's Milk her cell phone. And basically, you know, this, this goes back to the conversation she had with Victoria Newman, Victoria Newman was like, you're America's sweetheart. You have a huge social media following, let's, let's team up together. You can give me, you know, I can, I can do this for you. You can do this for me, blah, blah, blah. So Annie decides to use that social media influence. She goes live from hero and she basically is like, look, Soldier Boy killed these people. He doesn't care about America. He probably never has. He doesn't care about protecting you guys. And Vought is just going to cover this up. And I'm not going to stand by for it anymore. I know that they built me up to be uh, America's superhero. I'm not playing that game anymore. Homelander is just as crazy I don't know what they're going to do to me for telling the truth, but I'm going to keep on doing it. And, oh, by the way, I'm not Starlight anymore. My name is Annie January and I quit. I I was like, oh, the shit is about to hit the fan now because Homelander is going to go ballistic when he sees that he's going to go ballistic. oh well. yeah
1: yeah that, I mean that took balls I mean I I had give it to her that took fucking guts to do that shit mm-hmm. and it's like when she she's banking on the fact that she's starlight and she's America's sweetheart that that you know they're not going to do anything to her unless they get a huge backlash from it so oh
0: I, mean. I, I don't know if she's banking on that because I think she knows that especially now that she's made it public I mean if you look at the numbers she had ten ten million viewers watching that live, so I don't think that's something that they're gonna just let go. You can't explain that away. So she's probably she's probably on the chopping block. At least at least with Homelander, I know she would be. I don't know what would happen with Vaught. Ashley probably can't do anything to her because. I don't know if I would say that she's scared of Starlight, but I think she knows that that's not the one that she wants to talk back to. So right. I don't know. I guess we'll have to see what the outcome of all of that will be. But Homelander uh, has a mess on his hands now.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: Huge. He knows for a fact Soldier Boy is alive. He knows for a fact that Soldier Boy can whoop his ass. He mm-hmm. now knows that Butcher and Huey are souped up, doesn't know how yet, but I'm sure he'll probably figure it out. I mean, he's technically speaking, he's in charge of Vault right now. So I'm right. sure he'll figure it out. He's probably going to go in there and be like, um, I need to know how they can do this and who I need to kill for allowing it to happen. Yeah. Again, he doesn't know that it, it was made that helped them, even though, oh yes, that's why he probably... Put Mae wherever he put her because he he realized that Maeve was sleeping with Billy. So yeah, he's got um, he's got a bit of a crisis on his hands. And now he also has to do damage control for what happened at Hero Gas. So yeah, he's gonna have some issues.
1: Yeah. As if he wasn't didn't already have all the issues. So.
0: Right. <sighs> right. What? two more episodes until the end of season three uh we do have a season four renewal let's see um we don't know if soldier boy will be in the season four because i don't know where they're going with the story we do know that jeffrey d morgan is going to be part of it
1: I mean, this is basically going to be a supernatural reunion. I mean, yes. They might as well, they might as well go ahead and fit, fit Misha in somewhere. Let's go ahead and fit Misha in.
0: Misha is too busy right now being Harvey Dent. Forgot. Didn't I see something about him saying he wanted to be on the show or something? Probably yeah. so, and I think Jared as well. So I'm sure at some point they will have all of them over. But yeah. Oh, so okay. It's going to be interesting to see what they're going to do. I know that um, I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan has. He may already have started filming some of his scenes. I know that he has his script. He hi um, Isis. Sorry about that. My that's my daughter's cat. <laughs> she who <laughs> wanted a uh, cameo, but um, I know that he posted a copy of the script, or you know, just a photo of his script, not too long after The Walking Dead ended so mm. he's in there we just don't know what role he's playing i don't know if he's going to be a villain if he's going to be you know one of the good guys we don't know yet so i'm I'm excited to see that but yeah two more episodes <sighs> um you guys have anything else to say about hero gasm um
1: this is this shit's crazy uh I- i want to see what victoria victoria newman's going to be up to because she's she's turning into somebody who not only is she powered but she's smart and crafty Mm -hmm. it's like she knows she knows that she doesn't have to kill you she can just let her let you know that she can
3: Mm -hmm. like she can
1: reach you she's like she that's more powerful that to me that the threat that she could do it is more powerful than her actually doing it because mm-hmm. that just gets you, that just makes you more more cautious, right? Um, yeah. And
2: uh, are we ever going to see Stan Edgar again? Like, is he going to come back? I think we are. That, that's you know that's that's my burning question. Right. I think he's just going to wait until everything kind of settles down and you know the yeah, fallout. His time. Yeah. But
0: technically speaking, he's supposed to be in jail, right? They arrested no. him. Uh-uh. Uh and he really- was out.
2: I don't think they arrested him. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, he, I thought he was. So I they thought ca- they carried him away.
1: They did, that's but he I came back. Him. He he came back after that. He came back and got his stuff because him and Homelander were oh, talking. Oh yeah, that's he right. He was shit was talking. he's he's not in jail. He's not locked up. That's right. He was, he was shit out. talking.
4: Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. So he like- has he has too much money and too many powerful friends to mm-hmm. spend. More yeah, than he, once, he has like, way too many favors to be in <laughs> you're not many. gonna put this man in jail that's what's not gonna happen you can investigate exactly. him up the wazoo but this man is not gonna be in anybody's jail anytime <laughs> right. soon. it's like really well i can i can all i have to do is push a button and
1: i can put you over here next to me and they're like case dismissed like, exactly
0: yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah. I mean, especially since now his quote unquote, you know, his adoptive daughter is—I don't know. She she's kind of making herself known to certain people, so I I don't know. But you know,
1: yeah. But I what they gonna do? Like, it's like like the only person that's not really gonna be scared of her is Homeland, but that's only because he's a he's a sociopath that he's not scared of anybody, except now he might be. But it's yeah. like it's, it's like. You everybody is if she tells them what they can do and proves it by giving you a little nosebleed and like proving that she can control her powers and do anything she wants to to you right. like that would give you pause so yeah. I, I just don't I, I I think that she's not she's not really much worried about anybody
0: Hmm. well I guess we'll see we have two episodes left for season three Ah, and I guess, Whew.
1: man, yeah, man, after this episode, I'm spent.
0: Whew. You know what? And on that note, <laughs> that is it for our show. <laughs> you can find us online at www.fandomhybrid.com. We are on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at phantom Hybrid. We have a discord channel that you can chat with us on we have a youtube channel that you can watch our videos on and you can listen to us on all podcast streaming platforms thanks for listening we hope you join the conversation next time